Happy Wednesday, Wildcat fans, and thanks for keeping it locked on. Wildcats, we're going heavy with Arizona football. We talked about the strengths of the team. Now we're going to talk about the real strengths of the team and what's going to really carry this Arizona. Let's get started here on Locked On Wildcats. You are Locked On Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I am your host, Mike Luke. All right, now, Arizona football. Jed Fish has invigorated the program as we know. He's come in here and he said that, you know what? We're going, nobody's going to outwork us on the recruiting trail. We're going to recruit. We are going to recruit local. We are going to find them. Nobody, we might not meet every kid, but nobody will outwork us. And you know what? Everything he said has turned out to be true. Think about it. that When he inherited from Kevin Sumlin, you inherited a program that it had had one, or excuse me, was on a 12-game losing streak. And come 70 to 7 loss to ASU, he comes in here, you get one win that first year. Then that second year, you get five wins. Then that third year, and well, third year's coming up. I believe that you should be able to get in that seven win realm right there. I believe that Arizona is, uh, I believe Arizona's ready to take that next step. And I think they will take that next step. Now, we talked about the quarterback position before, we talked about the running back position before. Now, um, the tight end position, but now let's talk about the wide receiver position because this is the strength of the team. And honestly, it really shows you the strength of the team because it's not very often that you can find a guy like a team, or excuse me, a, a team that loses the leading receiver in the conference, Orion Singer, to USC, and lo and behold, you're still as good of a receiving core as there is in the conference. And that all starts with Jacob Cowing. It was a big, big move for Arizona getting Jacob Cowing back. The UTEP transfer was everything that everybody was hoping that he would be in his first year at Arizona and, and uh, led the nation in yards after catch. And I think when you watch him, when you watch the uh, synergy that he has with uh, uh, Jaden Delora, I think it's more than fair to say, man, can this guy get 1,300 yards for us this year? 1,400 yards? I think that there's that possibility. Now, again, He's not the biggest dude in the world, so that's certainly something that you got to keep in mind. But, but he's a, he's a tough little dude. He can. Um, I don't like to see him returning kicks. That's definitely something that I would like to see them stay away from. But overall, a really, really, really good football player. Period. And I think that um, you know you got to, like I said, you got to really tip your cap to Jed Fish, Jed Fish, on getting him back. Because he probably would have been a fourth to fifth round pick, something like that. I mean, because, again, he's really, really good. I think the idea is, though, that he comes back. He's totally featured in the offense. He catches for 13, 1,400 yards, and maybe he's looking at being a second-round draft pick, something like that. Um, it, a lot of it's going to depend on how he runs, for sure. But he's certainly got that type of ability to him. Getting Jacob Cowing back was a big, big, big boon for the University of Arizona because, again, he's a guy that I think a lot of people thought would probably go pro. Has a kid, 
a little bit older, but you know what? He decided that he wanted to come back for another year and back the A. So again, that's some really good stuff right there. Then at that number two position, and it's not there, and it just shows you, and it's a testament to how talented this Arizona receiving core is that you can say, talking about the number two guy, this who is a player who in uh, in TMAC, who is the highest rated of in the uh, uh, the highest rated uh, receiver in uh, Arizona history coming out of high school, but he's the number two guy. But again, you saw him as a freshman, took a little bit of time. Um, didn't, didn't look like he was totally on base with uh, uh, some of his uh, the other receiver or the quarterbacks on the team. But by the end of the year, he was making his one-handed catches. He was, you know, he was showing out and showing people what he could do out there. And again, it was pretty impressive stuff to watch because, again, he is a uh, he is a next level talent. This is a guy that'll play in the NFL. He might not run a blazing forty time, but you know what? That's okay because he, again, I think is going to be the player that you watch him and you're like, all right, um, yeah. The end of the year, he's got 1,100 yards, 13 touchdowns, and uh, we're talking about him as one of the best wide receivers in the country. Everything that people were hoping he was going to be, he was that first year. He was that dude. He was that good, and I think that's why people were so uh, enthralled by what they saw and why people want to see more of it. And again, that's where uh, I think if you're an Arizona fan, you're pretty excited about some of these possibilities right here. Um, but those two guys right there, they are going to be your leading, your big dogs right there. Now, you've got a bunch of other guys in the equation. The other guy that I really like is Kevin Green. Kevin Green Jr., another USCD commit. Uh, stop me if you've heard this one before. Um, I think that they're going to have him operating out of the slot quite a bit. I mean, I could be wrong on that, but it feels like he'll be operating out of the slot and, and that's, I think he's going to, uh, I think that will serve him very, very well. Um, you watch him, he can make moves in and out of his cuts. And not only can he make moves in and out of his cuts, he's got a natural knack for the ball. And that's something that I uh, people have talked about that I think always uh, has been part of the equation for him and why he's been able to do some of the things that he's been able to do during his career, uh, or excuse me, during his high school career and what he showed in spring. Now, keep in mind last year, and again, I get it. Spring practice, you know, can roll your eyes a little bit at that one because, again, uh, everybody knows that, you know, that's not necessarily going to show the uh, the best of what people have to, or, you know, when the lights are really on. But he was fantastic in spring practice. He was really, really good. And I would imagine that he's going to start, or if he doesn't start, he's going to be right in the equation right there. And then you got some other guys. A.J. Jones, big fan of A.J. Jones, first of all, one of the biggest players that you will see uh, in an Arizona uniform, a massive wide receiver at about six foot four, uh, at about six foot, well, actually maybe taller than that, six foot four, six foot five, can run away from contact or can run away from guys and can go up and get the ball. He's raw for sure, a guy with a UCLA decommit, but a guy that also has shown that he can make big plays. Um, he's going to be right in the equation. Uh, a lot of people were asking, you know, what's the deal with Gary Bryant Jr.? I, with Gary Bryant Jr., uh, the USC uh, a transfer, it uh, doesn't look like he's coming to Arizona, and I am more than okay with that. As a matter of fact, in a weird way, I was kind of hoping he wouldn't because I think you've got receivers right now, young guys who have been in the program who are ready to rock and roll, guys that are ready to take that next step. 
And I think by bringing in a, uh, somebody like that, I think that it can only mess up the uh, um, some of the chemistry, some of the good camaraderie that Arizona has right now with its guys. So again, that's kind of where uh, that's kind of where it is with those guys. Now you look at uh, some of the receivers coming in. You've got a Malachi Coleman. Um, just to show you how good this uh, staff is at recruiting. For the longest time, it looked like they were going to get Trey Spivey, a kid out of Phoenix. But you know what they did? They jumped to the front of the line and they got Malachi Coleman instead, who is higher rated and a better prospect than uh, um, Trey Spivey. And I like Trey Spivey. We're not the guy, not definitely not the guy, uh, you know, dissing on uh, uh, the kid because he didn't come to the U of A or any of that nonsense. I think that stuff's tired and stupid, to be honest with you. But he, um, but Malachi Coleman, though, and again, out of that powerhouse, Corona Centennial guy that you really like. He's going to be fun to watch. They also got Mario Wilson in there as well. U.S. or Utah decommit. And about six foot one, 190, uh, physically ready to probably pr- play right away. Big time potential right there from him. And then you got Jackson Holman. I like Jackson Holman a great deal. Um, he's your typical kid out of Mission Viejo. He is your typical guy who, you know, you watch him. He's maybe not the fastest, but he's a pretty big dude. He can catch passes, and not only can he catch passes, he's got great hands, and he's one of those guys that's reliable in that regard, and that's what's, uh, I think, very intriguing about Jackson Holman right there. But this receiving core is going to be uh, dynamic because you've got a nice mix of proven returning stars, guys who have been in the program a year, and it's been replenished with a new class of players as well, who I think can all play and are all going to be in an interesting and integral role to what Arizona is trying to do now. So again, that I think is going to be uh, very, very fun to watch. Then you got the offensive line. The offensive line is fascinating. Got to start with Jordan Morgan. This is a guy that put off the NFL for a year. And not only did he put off the NFL for a year, he, um, he basically, well, he did. Um, he's coming off an ACL, but again, a, a lot of what he's done has been, uh, you know, he's been able to, uh, uh, he seems to be ahead of the curve when it comes to, uh, um, you know, really, uh, you know, really training, really getting out there, doing what he needs to do. I think the hope is that he'll be 100% and ready to go by the start of the season. And, uh, you know, and if he is, that's nice. That's incredibly nice because that gives Arizona a another player out there who is proven who is an NFL-type guy. And he is an NFL-type guy. Probably would have been a third-round pick, something like that. But I do think that uh, coming back another year, and if he can stay healthy, will only help him. And he's going to have some help on the offensive line as well. And having help, I mean a guy who is probably the best pro prospect on the team, and that's Big Jonah. Jonah Savanea, um, kid out of Hawaii, this is the epitome of somebody that was kind of lost in the COVID recruiting shuffle. Um, and, you know, he's about six foot three, you know, 200 or 320 pounds, but he carries it amazingly well. And he's already, he was one of the strongest guys on the team when he walked into the University of Arizona. And Jed Fish said at the press conference, he said, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, I've been around a long time. I've never seen a kid that age that carries uh, oh, 300 pounds the way the big Jonah does. And he said it because he means it. And if you see him up close, you get it. He's This kid's an absolute stud. 
this is the kind of guy that starts at Alabama, that starts at Georgia. And honestly, if he was at Alabama or Georgia, he would probably be starting there right now. He is that dude. He is that kind of a freak. And then the other guard position, and this goes to show you, too, just kind of how Arizona is when it comes to, uh, you know, finding uh, finding players, uh, you know, finding a diamonds under the rough. Um, and that, that's uh, Wendell Moe. Wendell Moe, uh, kid out of Long Beach Poly, um, you know, was overlooked, I think, to put it mildly, uh, out of Poly. Um, but he's also a player who, you know, you know, you watch him and, again, big, physical, strong, and he had to come in and cut a little bit of weight. And But once he cut weight, he didn't come out of the lineup. Or, well, I think that he's going to come out of the lineup because, again, he can um, – he is a very, very impressive player, um, and I think he's going to be a cornerstone of that interior line for Arizona for the next uh, next couple of years, along with Big Jonah. So again, big ups right there on what Arizona was going to do. Now, some people, at, you know, and then you got Josh Baker at the uh, center. He's he's not bad, not great, but not bad. Um, and then you know, with that tackle position opposite. It's going to be interesting. I do think they'll probably get somebody in the portal who is, you know, who turned out to be second or third string at Alabama or Georgia or something, but wants to play immediately and they come to Arizona and they fill in right at that right tackle. And one other guy to keep an eye on too is Raymond Polito, a kid that was committed to Alabama. Arizona was able to flip him. Um, His big drawback is he's not coming in early, um, which can kind of set you behind, but Either way, he's a guy also that I think has a lot of talent and a lot of potential when you look at it. So the whole line could be fascinating right here. One thing that's also fascinating is FanDuel. All right, FanDuel, FanDuel.com backslash locked on college. This is the place to go. You can bet on college games. You can bet on pro games. You can bet in-game. You can bet out-of-game. You can bet on props. You name it, they got it. And again, the thing that's also very intriguing about FanDuel, and I think what so many people like about FanDuel, is that, you know, it's it's around. You never have to worry about, uh, you, you absolutely never have to worry about, you know, oh, am I going to get my money? Is this hard to navigate? No, it's not hard to navigate because everybody uses it and it's user-friendly. That's why you want to go to FanDuel.com backslash locked on. And uh, get in on this today because this is the time of the year that you want to be getting in on this kind of stuff. Because, again, you got college basketball, uh, NCAA tournament, you got the NBA, and you got football as well. So, again, check it out, uh, fanduel.com backslash locked on college. All right. Now, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back with you. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. Now it's time to get to the defensive line. Defensive line should be interesting this year because you got a lot of question marks. Um, Now, up front, 
at the two ta- or the two often or defensive tackle positions, these are other diamonds in the rough that Arizona was able to find. Right? You know, uh, stop me if you've heard that before. And uh, that starts with Tai Tai Uyagalele and Jacob Kagaika. Both these guys should have been higher rated than they were. And by the end of the year, they had taken essentially they had essentially taken over for uh, the Arizona guys out there that um, you know uh, that had been there. Keon Bars, Paris Shand. These guys had taken over, and you could tell that they were kind of that wavelength of the future, and that's where um, Arizona, I think, was looking to go. And then, you know, at the uh, so again, those are your those are two tackles right there that are probably not going to be coming off the field. Then you got some other guys as well that uh, are going to be interesting, like Big Bill Norton uh, out of Georgia. Thing with Bill Norton is he's probably a little overweight right now, but if you can get him into good shape, I think he could be a nice part of the rotation. And then off the edge, it's going to be fascinating because this is the year. Because remember, you lost Hunter Eccles um, and uh, you lost Jalen Harris. Now, not great, but certainly that's production that you lost. Um, but right now at the defensive end positions, uh, Deuce Davis is a guy that um, comes from football, a very good football bloodlines, pops in the NFL for quite a while. Um, Deuce is built completely different than him, but he's also the player who is – um, he's quick off the edge, and he's able – he's got the proverbial bend, as a lot of players like to say. Now, um, but he's got to put on some weight. He's a, he's a, he's a very – he's a, a rangy kid, as they say, rangy and lanky, but he's got to continue to put on some weight. I think he will. He's got the body that can put on weight, and um, if that happens, then Arizona is going to be in really, really good shape because, again, he is a uh, – I think he can be a difference maker. I also think that he's a guy that um, probably, if things go well, um, he probably ends up leading the league in uh, probably leading the league, leading the team in sacks. Again, he's put on some good weight. You just need him to continue to do that. And then Deuce Lane, Deuce Lane, a very very uh, interesting player, four star kid out of uh, um, out of uh, Oaks Christian in California, could have gone to a lot of different places, came in projected as a linebacker, but the staff quickly moved him to the defensive end position right there. And again, when you look at him, he makes a lot of sense there because, again, he's a big dude. I'm curious to see what kind of athleticism that he's able to show right there. But, again, a guy that you got a lot of uh, you got a lot of hope in right there because, you know, again, four-star kid, um, and, you know, the coaching staff liked him. They started getting him on the field uh, towards the end of the year, and I think you're going to continue to see that. So, again, Deuce Lane, Deuce Davis, the deuces coming off the edge right there. That's going to be a fun thing to watch. So, all right, let's take a quick break. We'll wrap this one up and get ready for tomorrow. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, so the Arizona defense, got to give them a lot. Got to give them credit because, or on the lines, because the lines are definitely significantly better than when Jed Fish hook over. But there's still a lot of questions, especially on the defensive line. Now, on the off, or excuse me, but at the linebacking core, which we're going to get to tomorrow, then it becomes interesting because you brought in guys like Justin Flo, you brought in a Leviticus Sua, you brought in, or you've already got a Jacob Manu coming back. So there's already a lot to like right there. But it's just going to depend on, you know, how these guys develop, 
how they mesh. We're going to talk about that. And we're going to talk about guys in the defensive backfield too. Like, you know, your Genesis Smiths, your Takario Davises, your Ephesians Price Ox, all kinds of players that have immense potential. And, you know, again, this coaching staff, as they said from day one, we're going to miss, we're going to miss big. And they certainly have, uh, they certainly have fallen, uh, fallen through on that, followed through on that. You know, Genesis Smith, another kid out of Chandler. So again, we'll find out. But again, very excited about this. So we'll be back with you tomorrow talking all Arizona football. So uh, again, um, we'll get back to basketball. We'll get back to Arizona women's basketball. But right now, our focus is on Arizona football. So you guys have a great rest of your Wednesday. I'm your host, Mike Luke. You've been listening to Locked on Wildcats. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great rest of your Wednesday.